This is Squadcast, the podcast where we talk all things enablement. Bring in the stories, wins, and learnings from the community to empower you to level up and get inspired. We're your hosts, Ashton and Matt. This is Squadcast. Let's get into it. Well, welcome everyone to Squadcast. It's so exciting to be kicking off our very first episode. Uh, today, we're going to be talking to Matt and Stephanie about the Enablement Squad. And I thought, what a great idea to kick this off with the founding story. So we've got our two founders here, but um, why don't I let you guys introduce yourself? <laughs> Matt, you go, go first. for it, Steph. Ah, no. dang it. <laughs> got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, everyone. Uh, Matt Scheidel here, uh, co-founder of the Enablement Squad. I am currently uh, manager at of enablement at lunchbox.io. If you haven't heard of it, look it up. Rad Branding. Love the company. It's super fun. Uh, been in enablement for about five years and still plenty more to learn about myself and the industry. So super excited. Uh, there's a reason why we built this community and there's a reason why we're all here. Mm-hmm. So polished, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see this on the audio, but he just winked. I just want to call that out specifically. Um, I am Stephanie Middaw, and I am also a co-founder of the Enablement Squad with Matt. Um, I am currently Director of Enablement at WorkRamp, a learning management platform, um, and that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> that's me. Okay, Steph. Is that, is that fine? I'm sure there's way more. We're going to be talking for 25 minutes, but it's fine. If you want to know more about me, you can just find me on LinkedIn. I'm all over. <laughs> Uh, And I'm Ashton Williams. I'm currently a senior manager of revenue enablement at Ada. You're going to hear from Matt and I over the course of this podcast, but today we're going to talk about the Enablement Squad. If you're not familiar with the Enablement Squad, it's a Slack community that has grown to, what, over 1,200 folks as of today? Yes. Yes. Uh, Was born out of a pandemic and a need to come together. And here we are (laughs) a year later, two years later. Yeah, over two two years now. No concept of time during the pandemic, but two years later, um, with you know a podcast, a community, you're going to be hearing from you know folks in the squad and in enablement. Um, But let's start with how the enablement squad was born. So my first question for you two is, how did you meet? You want, do you want uh, to start? You want to start? I can do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it all started at Outreach's Unleashed Conference uh, back in 2019. It was my first conference that I've ever been to uh, from an enablement perspective. And the only session the entire time was how to run an enablement department. Um, and that was sponsored by Hillary Hadid as well as Stephanie. And they were talking about onboarding specifically there. And that was the one area that I knew that I needed to execute for my current role. And basically what happened was at that session, I was so inspired that I caught, or I immediately just got on LinkedIn and added both Stephanie and Hillary. And I messaged both of them and said, Hey, thanks for your conversation today. I am very new to my field. Uh, I have so much more to learn. You were seem like a very subject matter expert. I want to know more. And Stephanie being the outgoing person that she is immediately responded and accepted Uh, really without even knowing who I was. And I basically dubbed her as my mentor. Um, She didn't know it, but I basically kept telling her, I was like, listen, we're meeting every month. I don't care what you say. um, And you're going to mentor me. I want to be better. I want to do good. 
And then, so we quickly kind of developed this relationship over Zoom without really officially meeting in person uh, for several years. Uh, we didn't actually meet until what, this summer? Yeah. Uh, for the first time. And well, for the second for... time, like officially, because you, you came up to, I feel like you came up to me after the session. Did I? I, I feel like that you was did. so long ago. I probably, I don't know. I probably did. I feel but like you did. I, I, regardless of the fact. Yeah. Yeah. She's my self-dubbed <laughs> mentor. And that's how we kind of introduced ourselves. The okay, first so time Matt called me his story. mentor. Yeah. The first time he called me his mentor, I was like, wait, really? Like for real though? Like I, I was very uncomfortable. Matt, I don't even know if you know this, but I was, that was my first ever speaking engagement, like of all time. And I was nervous as all hell. Like I, I'm not even joking. Like I was in my hotel room for most of the conference. Like I didn't see any other sessions. I went to like the nineties party for like five minutes and then went back to my room because I was like practicing my speech, like my, my talk track the entire time where I was going to be walking. Like I had everything down to a T. I was so nervous about everything. And then to have people like Matt come up to me and be like, Oh my God, that was great. It was just like, it was like this like breath, like just left my body and I was like thank god that I didn't mess that up (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know that was your first one I was so scared so scared (laughs) you know they always say uh and I I mean this is probably like an enablement tip or even just a self-branding tip you never know who needs your voice no matter how confident you are in it no matter you know if it's your first time or your last time you never know who needs to hear the things you're going to say and when it comes to mentorship it's such a funny thing that they always end up two-way right? You meet someone and you're like, oh my gosh, please, please help me. And then your careers grow in shape. You become friends and you give back. But that's such an awesome story. I had no idea how you two met. So I'm learning along with everyone else. Shout out. Thanks, Outreach. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Making connections. (laughs) So we made some connections in person. We now are like enablement besties. When did you really decide to kind of start the squad? And I guess what prompted that choice? I'll take this one. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember we were like, I remember where I was. It was one of those moments where I was like in one of like our little conference rooms, like in the office and Matt and I were having our, you know, monthly chats that he just, you know, put on my calendars. Um, And I remember us talking about the different communities that were existing at that point in time and just being like, well, you know, it's, it's great, but they were mostly message board, like kind of avenues and it was fine. But at the same time, like I, I'm a millennial through and through, like I wanted, I wanted responses like right now, like I wanted, I wanted like the text kind of response rate or something. And I remember I had a friend that had spun up like a free Slack channel so that he could keep in contact with former coworkers and just like randomly invited people to it. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And then when Matt and I were talking about like how great it could be to have just like an AIM chat room, basically, for those of you who remember what AIM was, AIM chat room specifically, um, it was the same kind of concept of just like, I, I just want a space where I can like type into something, somebody like really quickly, whoever is like available on the other end of the computer can respond to me, you know, and with no worries at all. So we just created a free Slack instance. We're like, who can we invite? <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of funny though. Like you mentioned this too, Ashton, that like the mentorship quickly became like that two-way street. Well, Stephanie, I know, Stephanie and I both kind of hit this block where we didn't really have much that we could continue to give to each other at this point. Yeah. Like we wanted to know more. 
And that's where it really like spun up, like we need to invite some people that know more than us. And that's where this came into play as well. Like that was the also backing behind this. And when we were doing this, we were laughing. We were like, there's no way we're ever going to get over 50 members of this. But if I have, you know, 40 or 20, whatever, like I call it a win. Like that's totally fine. Like I have 20 people that I could go to in my inner circle and say, hey, I need, I have a question here. And now here I am, here we are at 1200 members and I have every ounce of knowledge at my fingertips at any given moment. And, and I think that that's the best thing that Stephanie and I like wanted for each other is to help develop and grow each other as well as yeah. help grow the community as well. When I, Matt and I both, we both felt kind of that we were on an island by ourselves, just kind of, we were like a team of one or a team of like one and a half, two, like we were, we were yeah. small teams and inevitably that vacuum chamber of you just kind of like throwing back ideas back and forth to like the same people is just like, well, I want, I want more. Like I want to, what is everybody else doing? And reaching out, even this was even pre-pandemic, like reaching out to right. other people and getting that connection and, and feeling like you're not alone when you're beating your head against a wall with some of these initiatives that you're trying to get through is so cathartic. It was, uh, that's what I like, I, I think I enjoy more than anything else is knowing that like, I'm not the only one suffering through some of this stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting to hear you say that because I think, I know I got referred to meet you, Stephanie, via Whitney, which was because we were both on a panel together because my mentor at the time was like, you're going to public speak. I'm going to kick you out a window and just like signed me up for my first public speaking event. And Whitney happened to be on, on that panel too. Uh, shout out to Melissa Median for kicking me out windows where doors open. Uh, but at the time I was new to startup, I was new to tech, and I just wanted to find a place where like folks were moving at the pace that that technology was and could be responsive or could see around the corner for the growth. And, and a lot of the community models just weren't up to the times. Uh, and so the Slack community just ended up being this great place where I was like, oh my gosh, I asked a question and like same day going into my meeting with my boss, I have an answer. And that was like crazy in terms of value. So I, I can appreciate that. And then, you know, with the pandemic, I think we've made such good friends in the squad. People found Absolutely. jobs and made besties <laughs> all throughout the pandemic in the squad. That yeah. should be in the tagline. <laughs> it's so crazy. I think I was looking back on how many people actually got jobs from the squad. And it's insane. I know, Ashton, you said like you've got three already there's tons from other different aspects here but the the craziest and most fun thing is just the friendships that have developed yeah. uh through the squad uh you just don't get that and it's such a genuine place too that everybody comes in with that open mind uh just to learn more and not about just the craft but about the people as well yeah i think i think it's a timing thing too right with the pandemic you have your fair weather friends that might've fallen off because they couldn't withstand, which is normal, right? Not all relationships can withstand something like a global pandemic. Yeah. And a lot of people were finding themselves trying to find their tribe again. And, you know, the community came up at just such a perfect time for so, so many folks. Yeah, I think it's so rewarding to me when I get those messages from people just like unprompted that are just like, I can't tell you enough. Like I might not interact on the squad or I might not post very often, if at all, but you have no idea the sense of community that I get and just that reassurance, like that is what makes everything that Matt and I have built, you know, just kind of by happenstance, so yeah. worth it on so many different levels. Oh, pulling yeah. my heartstrings. <laughs> uh, um, so Matt, you, you mentioned earlier, you know, if we get to 40 people, it would be a win. So I'd love to hear yeah. kind of 
when did you first realize this was going to be big? I, I think this is where Stephanie and I really balance each other out. Um, I would say probably right when we got to about the thousand people mark, or sorry, the, uh, the hundred people mark. And I kind of was like, okay, we got some traction. We're doing good. We kind of got something. hundred people doesn't really seem like a lot, right? Like you think about it in the grand scheme of things, but you look at it under our field and you're like, okay, hundred people is quite a few people in our field. That's still great. Um, but honestly, it was when we hit... I distinctly remember this. It was 800 members. Um, I really thought at that milestone, holy shit, this is it. This is something good. Um, and like Stephanie said, like when you get those unprompted messages, that was also like the validation that I needed for myself to say, yep, we did it. This is great. This is exactly what we wanted to do. Uh, this is more than what we wanted to do. Um, and it's quickly taken a turn where people are craving and wanting more. And that shows that there is a need for this. And that to me, having that need from our peers and our colleagues, that that also validates why we're here. And, and getting that word of mouth. I think that's when I realized that this was gonna be a thing was when it wasn't just like us inviting people anymore. Now it was other people inviting other people to like back yeah. to the spot. And they were just like, oh yeah, I got a referral in. And they said, this is a great space. And I was like, oh my god it is like this is great <laughs> yeah we didn't do we didn't do like marketing really we didn't do like facebook ads like we sure we had like a linkedin page but it wasn't really anything significant from like a marketing perspective it was all word of mouth for the most part and majority of it still kind of continues to be word of mouth which is great spread the spread the good word everybody yeah yeah keep inviting <laughs> well, they always say right things spread organically when they work yeah, and I'd exactly. say community, it's clearly just working for so many folks. It's interesting too, like I, I joined the community early in my career and I just remember being like, if you are in enablement and you are not part of the squad, you're just missing out. You're doing things the hard way. You're researching yeah. on your own. Like this is not the fastest way. There are people who've done this before you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah, two years in, which is such a wild thing, right? I'm only two years in and I'm like, oh, I was there. I can answer questions now. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ashton, I think you were, you were one of the like first members that I think we had come. You were yeah. definitely within the first hundred, if not the first like 50 or less, like you were one of the originals. OG. Oh, and I, and I learned quick because I got all that uh, catered attention. Here we are. <laughs> but <laughs> But it's a, it's, it's just like, it's cyclical. And I think the beautiful thing about the community is that organic growth of like, you see people's careers where someone might've been asking a lot of the questions six months ago, and you see they've solved it because they're answering a lot of the questions six months later, or someone's like, yeah. I just did this and I wrote it down and like, here you go. Um, and even when people aren't interacting in the public channels, like the DMs, the, the connections, the networking, like there's just so much happening all the time that it, it's neat it, it, and it's grown. Yeah. So I guess- Steph, I'll, I'll start with you for this question. You know, what was the hardest thing on this journey? It's a, it's a really good question. Um, I think Matt and I both struggle with this. You could go back through our DMs and like see the back and forth through this, but it's, it's feeling almost a level of guilt for not doing enough for the community and like wanting to consistently do more. Like we're hearing from people like, oh, it'd be great if we could do this, or I see questions go unanswered, or I see, you know, other things. And I'm like, what else could we do? And it, 
I, I won't like go to the extreme of like it keeps me up at night by any means because I'm really grateful for what we've built. But at the same time, Matt and I like are constantly just like, God, we could do so much more and we could figure this out. And but the struggle is, is that we we are enablement practitioners. We are leading departments. You know, all three of us are, are leading departments at our companies. This is a side passion project. So finding the time to kind of dedicate when you're already kind of low on energy as it is, you know, and you just want to kind of relax with family or friends or whatever, I'd say that's the hardest part is just kind of that low lying guilt that kind of eats away at me a bit to say like, I could do more. I could, you know, add extra value in some way, shape or form. For me, that's, that's kind of what it is. I don't think there's an enabler alive who can't empathize with that feeling, (laughs) right? We, you look at a program, you see the potential of it and you wish you could get it there, but like you're one person or maybe two. (laughs) That's just probably like the most relatable statement. (laughs) That's so true. Enabler through and through. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Matt? Yeah, I definitely would echo that sentiment. Um, I, I think like I, I, I really like, I know all of us dedicate a lot of times to our craft and stuff like that, but I just constantly, like Stephanie said, you can go back through our DMs. I'm constantly throwing ideas at her. Likewise, you know, back at me. Hey, what if we did this? Hey, could we do this? Hey, what about that? Uh, and it's one of those that's like, I just want more for everybody in this squad and this community. And, you know, it comes down to who has the time to really execute and do this. Yeah. And that's honestly the hardest part for me. Um, I would, I would agree. Like, I think time is against us in this, you know, in this community. And I think once we're able to balance out what all of the needs are of the community and where we are taking this entire vision, we have no doubt in our mind that we're going to be able to be very self-sustaining and very, you know, active the entire time. So it's just a, it's a balance, right? Like, and I think the other thing is like, how do we manage the growth that we're going through? Because, you know, we were at 800 members, you know, back in September, and now we're already at 1200 here in January. That's a huge growth, right? It's over 500 members within, you know, a few months. How do we continue to keep all those people engaged and active at the same time? So I think that's, that's the other part of this. Well, this reminds okay. me, oh, go ahead, Ashton. No, no, you go. I was going to say, it reminds me of some of the companies that we find ourselves in is just like, all of a sudden the company finds themselves in this crazy trajectory. You and enablement are just like, holy shit, like along for the ride. (laughs) And I think Matt and I find ourselves in this, like, we're not necessarily, we're not like a SaaS business by any means, but we find ourselves in the exact same way of just like, okay, this took off way faster than we were expecting. It was like five years from now, maybe we'll have like a thousand members and it'll be, and all of a sudden it just like skyrockets and you're just trying to like pick up the pieces and just like, okay, yeah. I can, we can do this. We can figure it out. And it, it, I mean, remember like we only were expecting 50 people. So to yeah. have 1200 now is like <laughs> a big we're jump. We're playing catch up. Yeah, we're playing exactly. catch up. For the folks at home, we are enthusiastically nodding all together (laughs) about this as we all work at SAS. Yeah, you can't see me, but I was like flailing my arms around quite a bit during that that segment. Well, I I think it's it's so, um, it's such a sign of like how much you both put into the community or how much it supported you that you feel the need to give back consistently and and give to the community. But I'd also say that it has so much value for folks regardless, right? Like 
we always, and I think in enablement, we do this, right? Like how many times have you been like, we need to have this massive event. It needs to be this big. And your folks just wanted to meet with each other. They were just like, we just haven't seen another person that wasn't a customer. And they were so happy (laughs) to, to have the the last piece of the event that we maybe thought of. Um, I think with the community watching it grow, you know, from both being a member myself, but also now joining on the other side of that is I still hear stories every day from people who join going, I learned something, I met someone, I made a friend and like, there's not much else I could have asked for because I came in not expecting that. So yeah. Um, I know, but I think it's important for anyone. And this isn't just about the squad, like anyone who's working on something or building something We're we're so prone to be like future thinking and not just stopping in the moment to be like, wow, look at where we are. And like a community is as strong as all of its members. So the wonderfulness and growth of this is because a thousand folks contribute to it on a daily basis. It doesn't fall to one person. That's the beauty of community. It's about what we were talking about earlier, the hive mind, but it is about (laughs) that connectedness and sharing insight. And it's not just loud voices, it's everyone coming together. So um, I do think think we've all been part of that. (laughs) We've all been part of those communities, I think, where you you kind of see the the facilitators almost like begging for interaction and like really trying to just kind of like get blood from a rock in a, in a way. And I think that's Mm -hmm. something that I'm super grateful for is that we just kind of, we opened up the space and sure we've given some guardrails like here again, I'm talking with my hands, but we give (laughs) some guardrails for people to just kind of interact and we have, you know, specific channels and we encourage, you know, people to kind of respond in that non-formal pressure kind of way. And it just works. It just organically works. And it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it just sounds so corny, but it's beautiful. It really is. Uh, it there's really so much is. love on the squad cast right now. <laughs> yeah, people are probably just like, Bleh. like what, yeah. what is happening? But like, seriously, like it's, uh, it's genuine. For you sure. know what? I feel like the people who aren't in the squad are like, what is this? And the people who are in there are like, oh my God, I know. <laughs> if you're not in it you get a lot of love too it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. <laughs> but you got, it's like it's like when you're at a company and the culture is wonderful you know you can be the person telling all your friends I love where I work it's so awesome and everyone's like okay cult like chill yeah. Yeah. and then you know someone joins the company and they're like whoa you're right but you guys yeah. need to believe it <laughs> yeah for sure um so I guess you know Steph we'll start with you what's your hope for the squad Oh my gosh. What isn't like on the list of my hopes for this squad? I like, and this is something like Matt, Matt and I, again, we balance each other out really well. Matt has these like wild dreams and I'm more of the realist more often than not. Like I'm, I can be the Debbie Downer in some cases. Um, but honestly, like, I think for me, what we're hearing from members and from the community, like at large is we, they just want more. They want more of, of everything. They want more in, they want the ability to meet in person. They want more brainstorming sessions. They want more conversation. They want like, they want more. And and so I think that's my, that's my hope. And that's something that we sat down that like, I'm super excited about for like the rest of this year is we, me and Matt sat down with, you know, kind of some of the other squad leaders and we plotted out for the entire year, like, okay, this is what we like hope for Matt with like his big, brilliant ideas. And then it was like me, the realist coming in and just being like, okay, let's, let's boil that down a little bit. <laughs> what can Wishing we actually accomplish? <laughs> 
We did not squish your dreams. I made them, I made them attainable is what no, I did. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I would say like, I, I am personally like really excited for in-person workshops um, and spoiler alert, Ashton, you're the first one outside of Matt to like know this, but so we're going to, we're going to try COVID permitting to do like in-person workshops. And I, I was chatting with somebody around it yesterday to get a gut check. Is that something you would want to do? She's like, oh my God, that would be amazing. It's like an enablement hackathon. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and I, like I messaged Matt this morning. I was like, dude, enablement hackathon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. Like those types of things, it's like a workshop, bring a problem, solve a problem. Like let's, let's hack it out. And I'm, I'm excited about that. I, I definitely, uh, to, for everybody just to know, like I am the, uh, big, big dream, big dreamer. Um, Ashton's even reeled me in here as well. Everybody has, right? Like I aim for the moon and the stars. And if I don't get them well, then Stephanie's here to crush those. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) no, I, you know, and that's the, that's the weird thing. It's like, what, what do you want for the squad? God, everything. I mean, Stephanie said it too, right? Like everything. I want you guys to have education. I want you guys to have certification. I want you guys to have friends, family, whatever, you know, all of it. I want, I want the world for this, for this squad and the community, like, there, there is a very short list of what I don't want. And, you know, that is, I think that just speaks volume to everybody who's contributed so far. Like everybody's throwing out different ideas about what, where and when and how they need to learn or what different areas or focus areas of enablement did they want to start diving into as well. And, and I think that that's the, the creative thing that I love is how do I go ahead and provide education or enable our enablers and there's certain areas of expertise or where they want to continue to grow and thrive and and I think that that's like the the next level of where I would like to see us go um yeah and I you know like we've celebrated people getting jobs we've celebrated friendships I think you know if we want to go on a fun little tangent I want to see in a I want to see a squad wedding I think that'd be really fun like let's just put that as a goal <laughs> Matt with the big dreams big dreams big dreams I think if um, for, for anyone who doesn't know Matt, Matt is the person who keeps you thinking big all the time. Yes. And it's honestly super refreshing. Um, if, and- if there is a squad wedding, the squad will give you a thousand dollars as a wedding gift. Just throw it <laughs> out there. People are going to like, get married. I will donate know. to that fund. <laughs> I will donate to that fund all day long. Yeah. Oh and gosh. I am a registered officiate. So if you need a minister, I can do it too. Matt, I didn't know that. Yeah, I gotta have a lot of fun. <laughs> Come on, man. This is amazing. I'm learning so we're much. Learning, we're learning so much today. But <laughs> I did, did want to call out because I think we've, we've had quite a discussion about the founding here. And there's some, there's some themes that, you know, are, are that resonate across different channels, right? So friendship, yeah. connection, and community. We talk about these things as just humans. We've talked about them all through the pandemic as things that we've needed, but enablement, hearing you both talk about what you want for the squad, what you're really saying is what you want for this profession. And I see that. I know people at home can't see the passion coming through this Zoom call right now, but I see that when you talk about it. We see that when you you know talk about enablement and give speeches, but also connect folks. And when we think about enablement, it's new and people are looking to find information and we're learning together. We're stumbling around like toddlers as the landscape of business changes and the landscape of work changes and how technology advances and how much we need to teach people and the expectations shift. And there's no one source of truth for how to do that right. And community is what brings together, you know, the collective solving of a problem. And that's just been 
pretty interesting to watch grow, but also a theme across many different places. I also heard you talk about how to get started when starting is tough. So this is born from a place of loneliness, right? Or, or yeah. lacking in connection. And instead of choosing to not, built, built a squad, built a community, built what you needed. Right. Um, Enablement can be really hard. Like it can be a, it can be a slog and not having uh, just like any other aspect of your life, like not having that support and that friendship community, like however you want to define it to support you in that can be, I've been in those really dark places before, you know, where it just, I like, am I in the right profession? Am I doing the right thing? Should I just like upend my career and, and whatever, because I, I feel like I'm not getting anywhere you can find yourself deep in that well. And if like some, someone can help kind of like give, show you the light at the end of the tunnel and kind of like help you climb out of it. Um, by that selfishly, that's why I wanted to create the squad was because I was desperate. Like I'll say it, like I was desperate and maybe even a little bit depressed in, in some ways. Not a little, not a little at all. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> No. Well, I say that we're, we're all grateful um, that yes. this has been together, but I think these are also things we talk about in mentorship, right? I remember growing up and going through like leadership training and everyone being like, get yourself a mentor because a mentor is going to give you sanity checks, going to tell you right. what's normal and what's not, going to help protect your interests when you're looking for a job and maybe you don't know what's best. And having an advocate and a sponsor and someone to like tell you when your organization is wrong and coach you through that is so key. And in a weird way, we've kind of always thought that that's like one person that you go to. But I think when you think of a community, it takes a village. And we've got yeah. this little village of folks helping everyone navigate the different roads they're on. Absolutely. Um, I guess before we end, uh, I want to ask each of you, if you could leave our audience with kind of one piece of wisdom, what would it be? Matt, I'll let you start. Oh, man. Uh, one piece of wisdom. Uh, I'm going to go off mine. Dream big, right? Like, find your dreams, go after them. Uh, there's tons of people here that have that same like-minded, uh, you know, projectors that you want to go after. So find those people, uh, that you can click with and that will support those dreams and really have your own vision to, to come to fruition on those to the end. Uh, I think that's huge. Uh, the other thing, like, I don't want to steal Stephanie's thunder, but you know, finding your person, um, it's been huge, right? Like I've got tons of people that I go to now for everything. I have Stephanie for a lot of things. Ash and you and I chat on a regular, uh, I chat with tons of people, like find the people that you can connect with, that you can learn from, that will challenge you and push you down when you need to be deflated a little, um, you know, those type of things, like ha have that gut check, uh, at the same time. So building your network. Build a network. That's why we're here. Yeah. Thanks for summarizing for me there. TLDR. Yeah. Yeah. TLDR. <laughs> it's my Love. job as the host. You know, just making it easy for the takeaways to be uh, brought up. <laughs> Long winded and big dreamer. So, yeah. That's fat in a nutshell. I like that. <laughs> no, just context. You provided context, not long winded. We needed context. <laughs> what about you, Steph? If you could leave our um, audience with one piece of wisdom, what would it be? Yeah. Mine, mine is very similar to kind of what I was just talking to and, and alluding kind of to, to Matt's thing too, is that like you, you're not alone in, in this, um, find your tribe, find your people, whether it's with us here in the squad, whether it's any of the other enablement communities, just find your people, find who makes you the most comfortable. And I, I will advocate for that all day, every day, whether again, 
doesn't have to be with us. It can be with somebody else and that's fine. Find the people that just support you and will celebrate you and, you know, kick your, kick you in the ass when you need it. Like that's Matt is my, I need a kick in the ass. And Ashton is my, I need kind of like some loving. Like I go to, I go to each of you for the different thing. Don't tell me when I have an image. <laughs> I'm an ass kicker. Stop it. You, are, you are, you absolutely are Ashton. No doubt about that. But no, no. for you, like, yeah, you, you build me up from like that female perspective too, that I need. And like Matt will like kick me in the ass and be like, like, come on, like, Go let's just it. do it. Yeah. Like, let's just get your butt into gear here. Um, I, so, yeah. I have asked her what the she's doing multiple times. Yes. So Yes. And that's 100%. Just, he has. Thrown it out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, enablement, like I said, can be, can be really tough a lot of times and being able to connect with people who are experiencing and struggling and, you know, even succeeding at the same things that you're kind of like working through can really inspire you in a lot of ways and like open up doors that maybe you, you just didn't even see before. Um, so I wrote this down, like, so we, we called it the squad because squad is people who like lift you up, they inspire you kind of your ride or die um and I think it just kind of evokes this kind of emotion when you say like yeah you want to be part of like the squad and you're just like yeah, I do yeah <laughs> definitely want to be part of the squad so yeah so that's that's my spiel I want to add one more thing if you don't mind Asha I'll keep it brief just don't be afraid don't be afraid to ask people questions don't be afraid to reach out like this is what this community is for if you've never met somebody who gives a shit, just go ahead and message them and be like hey my name is Matt. I have a question. I saw you work here, blah, blah, blah. What's it like? What are you doing? Like, what are some projects that you're working on? Just yeah, ask. I mean, Just don't be afraid. That's why we have it here. People wouldn't well, join if they didn't want that type of community. I would counter that. If you're afraid, oh. okay. People can be afraid. Something. If you're doing something that scares you, you're probably doing something that's challenging you and that's good. But okay. I think, you know, you'd be so surprised at how willing folks are to answer a question or connect you with the person who can. And that's not just in the squad. Like the squad, we're so lucky. I can message anyone. But right. before I found the squad, I reached out to a bunch of people on LinkedIn and shockingly met a whole bunch of folks who then introduced me to the squad. So um, I, I think it's always about trying to connect and the people who are your tribe will connect back. And, yep. and you're very rarely going to be left out there in the cold. Absolutely. thousand percent. I think when, uh, I know you talked about the kind of the mission of the squad and the vision of the squad to really like elevate the profession and empower other enablers. And when I think about empowering other people, you know, as a woman of color in the community, we empower each other, we lift each other up. As enablers in the community, we celebrate wins together. These are all things that are just so important. And, and, and whether they're the squad or not, finding your tribe, finding the people who empower you are so important. I know we could talk forever because we're so passionate about squad and passionate <laughs> enablement and we have all these great stories from you, all these great folks. We probably do need to wrap it up. So I think, you know, for our folks here, one of the, one of the goals of this podcast is to bring the community to you. There's so much that happens in that community. There's so many great conversations, so many great learnings, and we really want to bring other enablement heroes into the spotlight and talk about the stuff that's hard and great and, you know, the wins and the losses together. So you can look out for more folks from the community joining us, learning about enablement struggles and enablement wins um, and the things that, you know, are relevant to this community. So if you aren't familiar with the squad, you can join us. You can look us up on LinkedIn, the Enablement Squad is what we're called, uh, and look out for the next Squadcast. But thank you for sharing your vision and your story with us today. Thanks, Ashley. Appreciate it.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Squadcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Enablement Squad. The Enablement Squad is a Slack-based community where enablement practitioners and advocates can come together to engage, educate, and empower one another. If you'd like to join, click the link in the bio or go to enablementsquad.com.